Off the Rails from the U.S. Faster Payments Council. Tannen, Executive Director of the U.S. Faster Payments Council, and this is Off the Rails from the U.S. Faster Payments Council, sponsored by Volante Technologies. This time, it's a great conversation with Bradley Wilkes, founder and CEO of Open Payment Network. Bradley and I talk about onboarding financial institutions to RTP and FedNow, interoperability, fraud, and we make a couple movie recommendations. But before that discussion, let's take a look at the headlines. We've issued a call for session proposals for the FPC's fall member meeting, which will be September 26th and 27th in Memphis. There's going to be a lot to talk about and a lot of folks looking to get on stage to share their thoughts, so get your proposals in. Also, registration for the event is open at FasterPaymentsCouncil.org. We'll be at the Hyatt-centric on Beale Street in Memphis, and we'll have a fun evening event at the legendary Beale Street establishment Silky O'Sullivan's, scheduled for September 26th. If you'd like to help us out with the sponsorship for that evening event, shoot us a note at memberservices at fasterpaymentscouncil.org. The FPC just completed our 2023 Board of Directors elections. A huge congratulations to our new board members, Jim Colasano of the Clearinghouse, Liz Garner-Develbus of CMSPI, Josh Carley of Netflix, Todd Cohn of Bankers Bank, Bushan Rangachari of Finsley, and Peter Chapling of PTAP Advisory. Additionally, congratulations to two directors who were re-elected, Beverly Kennedy of J.P. Morgan Chase Merchant Services and Adam Rust of the National Community Reinvestment Coalition. Uh, thank you all for being willing to step forward and join this amazing leadership team and help me figure out what it is I need to do here at the FPC. And also a huge thank you to the board members whose terms are coming to an end. John Dreckney of the Merchant Advisory Group, Stuart Dwyer of Microsoft, Kim Ford of Fiserv, and Philippa Wilson of MasterCard. The FPC is fueled by the energy and involvement of our members, and I cannot thank these folks enough for everything they've done to advance our mission while serving on the board. Of course, this also means we're opening up nominations for the FPC's Board Advisory Group. The Board Advisory Group helps to provide additional perspectives and advice to the FPC's leadership, including the Executive Director, that's me, as well as the Board of Directors. If you're interested in joining this important leadership group, please keep an eye out for more information in your email inboxes. Okay, that's enough of the headlines. It's time to talk with Bradley Wilkes from Open Payment Network. All right, we are joined by Bradley Wilkes, co-founder and CEO of Open Payment Network. Bradley, thanks for joining us. Reed, it's really a delight to be here with you and and uh, have this conversation about payments. All right, let's let's get right into it. Uh, and I think it'd be a good idea, Bradley, if you'd sort of help set up the context with a bit on open OPN and where you guys fit into the ecosystem. Just to make sure everyone has that you know lens as we're talking. Oh, great. Well, we're a unique instant payment service provider. I say unique because what we've been doing over the uh, number of years is building value-added services for instant payments. We started with instant payments and it's where we're focused. Uh, we have a directory service built into our network capabilities. Uh, we have an API, we have some basic fraud capabilities that are there. 
And we're really focused on interoperability in, for FedNow and RTP. So financial institutions that are working with us get the benefits of being, um, they choose it to be a, a part of both networks. Great. And, that, and that's actually really why I wanted to get you on the show, because I know we spend a lot of time talking about the potential for faster payments and use cases that would be interesting and so forth. But I wonder if you could talk a bit about how, you know, on the ground thing of things have shifted over, say, the last eight to 12 months. Like, like give us a vibe check on the market. Well, I think it's coming, um, you know, we're, we're having to wake up in the morning and pinch ourselves that that FedNow is actually uh, potentially launching here in a few weeks. And we've been talking about it for for years. And, you know, RTP has been out there and they're growing um, nicely. So I think it's happening for the U.S. payments ecosystem. And I think the vibe is increased intensity among financial institutions and certainly with the service providers that are actually trying to scramble and, and help financial institutions get onto the the rails fed now and rtp yeah yeah it, it and in terms of the date i know we all like to to joke about the you know when when's the fed now launch going to happen um i told people earlier this week at a conference that i'm going on vacation on july 19th so that's for <laughs> sure that's that's the date that is going to happen when i'm on a plane <laughs> yeah um, but uh regardless of when when the actual launch date is it's a it's a big um moment of course for this industry um, and as financial institutions are getting more and more interested, what, you know, what is, what are the things that they seem to be thinking through and how, and how would you answer those questions or issues for the FIs who might be listening to this show? You know, the most important thing is to think through how, for them, how to get a foothold in instant payments, where to start. Um, and more importantly than where do they start, but where do their customers want to start? And that gets you back to kind of the idea around use cases. You know, there's a lot of use cases out there that are described. I think the FPC has, you know, a list of use cases and it's 100 plus. And so it can be daunting, but to narrow it down and say, what matters for my customers is the key thing that financial institutions need to need to think about. A lot of them are just saying, hey, put me in receive uh, mode and let me receive, which is great. Um, but that isn't, uh, those aren't the strategic, receive isn't the strategic launch of, of instant payments, which would address sending and uh, request for payment and understanding what their customers' needs are critical in those those areas. Yeah. And I think one thing I hear a lot from FIs is, well, my customers aren't walking into my bank and asking for instant payments, which impliedly means that they don't really want it. And I, I I think that's, you know, understanding your customer doesn't mean just listening to them, right? It means actually understanding them and providing them with ideas and solutions that they wouldn't have thought of on their own, right? Yeah. And, you know, when you look at the expectations, if you measure expectations about whether they want faster or instant payments, they do. And they certainly want the efficiencies that um, faster and instant payments offer, which means Things like confirmation of payment, 24 by seven um, operation. Those are all kinds of things that we expect in so many other areas um, that the technology delivers. And and if you just said, hey, would you like to be able to send a payment 24 by seven? The answer is, of course, why not? So 
Yeah. Just the way you can send a text message or an email or yeah. order something from Amazon or Walmart. Um, yeah. Like I think payments... I'm glad you threw Walmart in there. <laughs> well, Walmart is a, a member of the faster payments council. So I got to make sure I give some <laughs> love to them target too. So let's just name a couple of FC exactly. members. Um, all right. Uh, let's move on to place a game. If you're ready, you want to play a little buy or sell. Sure. All right. So you know that you know how the game works, but for our audience, I'm going to give Bradley some uh, propositions and he's going to let us know if he buys or sells and why. All right. So Bradley, fraud is the biggest thing that will hold us back from scaling the adoption and usage of instant payments. Buy or sell? Uh, of course, buy. And with a little bit of modification. And, you know, you've worded these uh, buy sell questions pretty well. And you said hold us back. And certainly fraud is a concern. It is a chief concern and should be. Should it hold us back from adopting next generation payments or moving confidently in the future? I don't think so, uh, but I think it will because of the level of fear associated with fraud. And certainly it, it's justifiable, the fear. We, we wanna make sure um, that we're able to control fraud as we press forward. Right, right. Uh, yeah, and I, but I think if you know we can learn from other markets, we've seen these type of payments really take off and scale very quickly, at least you know, Brazil as an example, of course, that people are talking about recently, but other markets as well, uh, India and so forth. So uh, they're, you know, we don't have, we're not on our own guys. All right. Next one. Small banks will just inherently be at a disadvantage when it comes to instant payments. So the reason why is because, um, you know, the small, medium size and large financial institutions got together. We all worked together and said, hey, what do we need to do to improve the U.S. payment system? Their voice was there. And it's the the voice of the small and medium sized financial institutions that helped propel the Fed into this position of operating instant payment rail alongside of, you know, RTP, which is um, owned by larger banks. So that, you know, their, the the thought around how to, small and medium-sized financial institutions have equal access to the capabilities that that large financial institutions do um, depending on who they work with as a service provider and connecting up to the FedNow network gives them um, much more level playing field with the larger financial institutions which is crucial systemically for us as a nation right right there are thousands and thousands of financial institutions and right most of them are not very, not large, right? That's right. Um, all right. Network to network interoperability is critical to the long term success of instant payments. You know, this is a trick question. I'm going to buy it, but I'm going to buy it with one caveat that we change it from long term success to short run. So I think uh, interoperability is more important in the short run because we're going to get it in the long run. Um, you know, the the large banks may all join Fed now. Um, and so you would have a reach through FedNow network to the large banks that doesn't exist today. And I don't know exactly when that'll happen. I can't predict that um, event any better than I can predict the actual date of the FedNow launch. Um, but I can say that in the short run, all of them aren't on FedNow. And so a savvy small uh, financial institution that wants to get you know, an equal hand or even potentially an upper hand in competing in instant payments will pick a service provider that can deliver for them interoperability uh, between the two rails. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on this one, I, I kind of key in on something you mentioned earlier, which is that OPN and many service providers, right, not only enable the connection to one of these networks, but to both of them 
Um, and my understanding at least is that it's not a huge additional lift or amount of work for the financial institution to do both through you guys or, you know, a number of different providers, you're nodding your head. Um, and, and to me that signals like even financial institutions are saying, ah, oh, we'd prefer to do pick your poison F- fed now or RTP ultimately pragmatically, it's going to be, it's going to make more sense for them down the road at some point to just oh, turn them both on and we'll at least have the redundancy yeah. factor, um, which certainly undermines the need for the networks to be interoperable with each other. And in a way, having that redundancy is good systemically, right? So you, you know, even if you'd prefer to send the transaction to RTP, if you can't for some reason and FedNow is available to you, you can just go that way and the customer doesn't know the difference. Customer doesn't know. Customers shouldn't have to know. They should just be able to say, hey, I want to send this payment. And uh, the network figures out how to get it there for them efficiently and instant payment or faster payment rail. Right, right. Uh, pickleball is a real sport. Buy or sell. Of course, there's a pickleball craze out there. I happen to be suffering from tennis elbow with pickleball. So um, not that I am crazed about it, but it, it when I go play, it's amazing that, um, you know, there's a big gym um, that's been converted into, you know, pickleball courts and filled in the evenings with people that are, tell me it's a real sport. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, how could you get a serious injury like that if it wasn't a real sport? <laughs> exactly. uh, all right. There are tons of faster payments use cases that can add value across multiple segments of the payments ecosystem. Tons. Absolutely tons. Yeah. Maybe uh, too many. Yeah, probably too many. I think it can be daunting for a financial institution. You know, we have all these big lists of use cases. And especially when you talk about fraud, you think about, oh, my gosh, how am I going to do all of these use cases at once? And so really pick your use case, um, figure out the fraud capabilities, you know, associated with that use case, how fraud, where it fits in terms of the fraud scale. Is it a subject to higher fraud potentially as a use case, send use case, for example, and then um, press forward and and get going. But you can certainly um, have confidence in the future and where you're going. You don't need to be paralyzed because, because of the change. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Getting onboarded with instant payments is a huge lift for financial institutions. You know, this is where it's important. I would say it's a buy. Um, especially small financial institutions are going to be, you know, have fewer staff. Um, the technology lift is pretty significant, but if you're shopping the network and you, your, your core can be helpful, the financial institutions core can be helpful in getting them there. I know, um, we're able to help small financial institutions and do it in a cost-effective way so that they can have everything that they need. So. The lift is, I don't want to minimize it. It's pretty significant transformation, um, but it's doable uh, by picking the right providers. All right. And the usage and adoption of instant payments will diminish the use of ACH. Uh, buy, but the question is when, you know, and um, again, this is, uh, we're, we're in a transformation state. When you look at how checks are declining, there's some pretty significant decline in the number of checks per quarter. And hopefully as we launch into payments, that will continue to grow. So I do think that some cannibalization will occur from the ACH network and probably some from wire as well, drop into that 
um, Fennel bucket and RTP rail, just because of the benefits of saying you have confirmation of payment. To me, I think of it as something like DVD versus streaming, right? Um, there is going to be transformation over time. I don't know how fast. Uh, I think it'll be slower than we expect, uh, but I do think it'll occur. All right. Bradley, you've won the buy or sell game. Congratulations. Won. Awesome. Yeah, Congrats. Yeah. Thanks. Well, well done. Uh, let's move on to our lightning round. So we'll do a bunch of quick questions here. And the first one is give me a use case for faster payments that you think about that people haven't really been talking about. Uh, use case for, for faster payments that people haven't been talking about. Um, <laughs> the obvious ones are things like payroll. I think funding loans is a less, um, obvious one. And, um, you know, getting a loan into the hands of, of consumers that may not be having a direct account with you, I think is one we're seeing. People who listen to the show have been hearing about that one. Uh, predict the date that FedNow will go live. I I know exactly when it's going to go live. It's um, the 29th of July. 29th. Just okay. kidding. I don't know when it's going to go live. <laughs> Uh, Isn't it a Sunday? <laughs> so hey, it's a 24 by 7 operation. <laughs> Fair, but you don't have to launch it on the weekend, guys. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I'm sticking with the 19th because that's how the universe works. All right. Um, most recent movie you watched? Um, the most recent movie I watched was Saving Private Ryan on the anniversary of D-Day. And my wife and I just wanted to get in and, and kind of watch that again and uh, it's a it's pretty pretty well done um, movie, and there's some uh, important reminder for us and and where we came from when I watched that movie. Yeah, yeah, it's, that's a that's a great one, um, and agree with all that. I gotta I gotta share that mine was a little less serious. We went and saw the new Spider Man movie. Uh, okay, yeah, also a lot of fun, or I guess uh -huh. not also, but it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, so I would recommend that one. All right, uh, something people often get wrong when it comes to faster payments. They often get wrong. It seems like they forget that it's push only. Uh, it seems like, you know, that is an important reminder. Um, we often, uh, in conversations, say, hey, well, you got to remember it's push only. And there's this other thing called RFP. And push only fraud is a lot smaller today. So um, that goes back into the fraud question. You know, push, is, push only does help to address uh, fraud. And so... So there's some design characteristics in the network that I think we forget and are pretty important changes um, that are that have to ripple through not only the network and the network design, but also consumer and business behavior in terms of payments. Yeah. Significant. Because we're, so, we're so used to debits. Yeah. Uh, all right. Favorite cut of meat to smoke? Oh, of course, a brisket. Yeah, smoke a brisket. I was just in Austin this week and had some really good brisket. So I'm yeah. with you. Yeah. Uh, one myth about faster payments you'd like to dispel. Uh, the myth of faster payments. Faster payments go to sleep. I think, I think that it's really hard. Well, I guess... I guess the transformation in faster payments is a 24 by seven in the seven day accounting cycle. Um, there, there's a, there's this transformation that's occurring there that I think is hard for, 
for us to grab. Um, and so I don't know if it's a myth, but I don't think we've grasped the reality of what it means to operate um, on a tw- on a seven day accounting cycle. All right. And one more, a topic we didn't talk about that people will be talking about a lot more, say, in the next year or so. Um, how fax machines are going to make a resurgence in instant payments. Yeah, no, I that that was what? kind of, I don't know if fax <laughs> machines are dead. Um, <clears throat> so... You know, that's a, that's a really interesting question. What what will we be talking about in a year? Um, hopefully cannabis banking will be figured out, you know, and we'll have to talk about that less. Um, that's a good twist on that, like something that we'll be talking about less. Yeah, that's actually, uh, I could definitely see that happening. All right, Bradley, thank you so much. Uh, good lightning round. What are some final thoughts for our guests before I let you go? Um, join the FPC, the Faster Payments Council. Come be a part of the change. And it's an exciting time in the US, um, United States as we're transforming the payment system. It's gonna be different. And um, the Faster Payments Council is a place to have a voice and make a difference. Hey, no argument here. Um, And especially I'd say if you're a corporate trying to figure this stuff out and how it might work for you, or you're a small or medium-sized financial institution, lots of resources, lots of great networking opportunities. So I'll selfishly add to that plug. Bradley, thanks so much for joining us. Great, uh, great, great conversation. Hey, thanks, Reed. Appreciate it. Delight to be with you. And that is all for this episode. Thank you again to Bradley for joining us and giving us his time and expertise. And thank you all for listening. Don't forget to register for the fall member meeting at fasterpaymentscouncil.org. Talk to you all in a couple weeks. 